In the history of this podcast, there's only a handful of people who have been on more than once, but there's only one man who visited with us five times. That would be the enigmatic and mysterious John McAfee, reported dead by suicide in a Spanish prison in June of 2021. There are still many questions around his life and his death. Today, we're honored and privileged to welcome John's wife, Janice McAfee, to the show to discuss these questions. It's a very sensitive and compelling conversation surrounding the man, the mystery, and Janice's ongoing struggle to have John's body released so she may have a proper burial. As John was a friend of the show for years, we welcome Janice with the same spirit and invite you to join us as the story continues to unfold on this episode number 614 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, ignition. Who's bad? And welcome friends all over the blue ball that is orbiting through this massive expanding universe at rates that are mind-blowing this is the bad crypto podcast i am joel calm orbiting around my condo at rates that are normal for a human being and that is travis wright orbiting around his own where where are you orbiting around I'm orbiting around the microphone right now. Can you hear me? <laughs> You're making me dizzy. My voice was hello. <laughs> I'm orbiting right here. I do miss John McAfee. Um, it's it's been um, you know I always wish oh we hit episode 500. Too bad you know wish you would have been here with us. Oh we just hit episode 600. You know he was the centennial episode and uh, miss his tweets and you know whatever you thought of the guy he was definitely a character who really seem to care about people about the human race and about crypto i do agree i mean he was a very interesting guy uh enjoyed his banter you know some he was very he was a very uh i wouldn't say divisive but he was somebody who definitely brought up opinions right mm -hmm. like people like oh john McAfee. oh, oh why wow, he's a charlatan oh he's brilliant oh he's amazing oh he's a weirdo like People had an opinion on him. Like it, it, he was not somebody who you've never heard of. Everybody had heard of this guy, right? Most or had his uh, software installed on their computer, exactly. right? Which he disowned, right? McAfee got purchased and um, the software company, and he he didn't like what it ended up becoming, and always spoke out against it. Yep, always spoke out against it. He was always had. He was always really funny on the show with us too. Yeah. So. Uh, people really please really. people please yeah yeah the, the 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 john mcafee accent's very good so um so this right here isn't it really um uh, a timely interview knowing that john has passed away for almost one year they still have not released the body mm -hmm. yep and she's obviously she's still grieving but she felt like she needed to start bringing this message out and uh encourage you guys to listen and uh, sign the petition uh, let's get to our talk with Janice McAfee. We are absolutely delighted to have with us the wife of the late John McAfee today, who we've uh, not interviewed on the show before, but she's you know popped her head in 
on more than one instance because John was a guest and a friend of the show. Uh, we had him on five times, episode number 100, number 200, number 281, number 400, and then for virtual blockchain week. And, uh, you know, we're past 600 now, but this would be the honorary centennial. So uh, Janice McAfee, welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. You know, Travis mentioned before we um, began recording that you you're looking healthy and you're you're working out, you're taking care of yourself. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to um, just mostly just stay busy. You know, um, as you can imagine, it's a very stressful situation, and um, I'm here alone. I don't have family here or or friends. So um, yeah, just just kind of trying to stay busy, so I don't go crazy. <laughs> What what is what does stay busy look like for you? What do you how do you spend um, your time? Um, exercising, you know, going for walks on the beach. Um, you know, I go out to dinner alone. You know, but it's it's um, I don't know. It's difficult because at every moment there well, there's really not any moment of the day where I'm not reminded of of why I'm here and what's happening. You know, um, so. You know, so I've got my music. I've got music that I listen to to kind of just try to um, help ease the stress of, of the situation. Mm. Trav, just so we can be linear about this, I'm going to let you ask the question, but I just want to bring up the story here from Reuters, June 24th, 2021. The headline was Larger Than Life Mogul John McAfee Dies in Spain by Suicide lawyer says and we're gonna we'll link all these in the show notes at badcode.in forward slash 614 so um so you can read that just wanted to give some context here go ahead trap yeah it's uh you know we love john you know i had a chance to meet him a couple of times and uh on on the crypto cruise and just always always the life of the party interesting guy and I think I don't think he actually recognized me either time that he saw me, even though that we'd been because <laughs> both times I met him, I, he was either drunk or something. I don't know, but he, he was always hilarious, <laughs> but he was always kind and, 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 and generous with his time. So it's, uh, you know, great memories with that guy. Yeah, he's definitely missed. His presence is definitely missed. And he was probably drunk. <laughs> he's probably drunk. So that's probably one, one reason how it's like, as you're, you know, taking care of yourself over this last, probably not as much alcohol in the house and parties and crazy <laughs> stuff going on. <laughs> this is very true, actually. <laughs> Those are some of my favorite tweets with him to be like, here he is, he's at the piano and he's writing a song and you look around and he's surrounded by people and everybody's partying. It's like, wow, that, that, that is a... Is way more partying in his seventies than I do in my forties. That's for dang sure. <laughs> I, I've tuned that down. So um, I was looking through some tweets, and I saw this tweet from November thirtieth, two thousand nineteen, from John, and he says this. He goes, "Getting subtle, subtle messages from U.S. officials saying, in effect, we're coming for you, McAfee. We're going to kill yourself. So I got a tattoo today, just in case. If I suicide myself, I didn't. I was whacked." Check my right arm, whacked only available on McAfeeDex.com. He's got a tattoo that says whacked on it. So, mm-hmm. like, that's to me is verification that whatever suicide story is out there can't possibly be accurate because he talked that he wouldn't and even got a tattoo on his arm saying that he wouldn't. 
Right. And and not not only that, um, he he wasn't suicidal. I mean, a lot of people they they mentioned this. Um, you know, but we talked every day. I talked to him every day while he was in jail. And um I didn't go to visit him because it just uh, was a security risk in case someone would follow me back to to where I was staying. So I, I didn't go and see him, but we spoke every day and he wasn't suicidal. We had a plan um, to fight the, the extradition. Um, the decision by the judges or by the court was not a surprise to anyone. Um, we had five attorneys at the time working on his case. And, and so we were prepared for that decision. And I just find it really convenient that on that day, you know, they try to take that decision from the courts to spin this uh, suicide narrative, you know. Mm. So if you look back at John's feed, you know, there's all these tweets from prison. Now, was he actually able to tweet those or did he from your conversations? Did you tweet these? I would tweet them for him. Right. So he he talked a lot about, you know, what the experiences were like yeah. in prison and, and he would share his thoughts about the food and and, you know, the attitude of people there. And he was always he, he was always grateful, you know, in spite he always remained um, really optimistic and, and even, you know, kept a sense of humor. Uh, May 8th, 2021. Do ants fart? It's a non-trivial question. Collectively, ants weigh more than all other creatures on Earth combined. Look it up. If they do fart, then the people blaming global warming on cow flatulence need to get a grip. It's the ants we should worry about. <laughs> he told you to tweet that. You must have cracked up. Yes, you must I just... did. I absolutely did. <laughs> I got the tweet for the day. It's about ant farts. You know, like, what? Like, no, you're going to write it down. Here it is. Type it out. <laughs> Yes, that's, that's cl classic McAfee stuff right there. So, you know, you know, you know, looking at this, was it and I had actually I'm a conspiracy theorist. Anyone who listens to this show knows how I'll go down rabbit holes and do research on things and be all like, really, this official narrative doesn't seem right to me. So I always looked at this whole scenario with a stink eye. Right. And then I remember. Around that time, there was some some U.S. delegates of some sort flew into Spain. Then McAfee ends up committing quote unquote suicide, and then that plane ends up leaving. I saw the tracking of it. I'm like, oh, something went in, something yeah. happened. And I mean, what what are I mean? So what's the official you know, story from you guys of what you think has happened, or what you officially can say about what you think has happened? Because you say you don't think it was suicide. What do we think actually occurred? Or what do you, can you say that you think actually occurred if you can't say anything? I don't know. It's a weird question. Um, I think he was killed. I don't think that he died by his own hand at all. Um, the fact that, that they won't release the autopsy report um, speaks to that. The fact that they won't release his body speaks to that. Um, I was able to, to see him, but, but then I was only able to see his head. Um, not his whole body, which only raised more questions for me. Um, granted, they they said that his um, you know his chest was still cut open, so they were in the middle of doing you know performing the autopsy. So um, this is why I wasn't allowed to to fully view him. But um, yeah, that's what I believe happened. I believe he was probably drugged, and then they you know, propped him up, however, uh, how he was found. That's what I believe happened. Uh, and that, that sounds, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. 
Well, that's that's that sounds so authentic and sincere, and it kind of puts my next question to shame. And but I I feel like I have to ask it just because there's so much uh, gossip out there, you know, and you hear rumors and we don't know anything. We're just, you know, two clowns, you know, with microphones that that love talking about crypto and blockchain and loved having John on the show. But, you know, when you start putting your tinfoil hat on, there are rumors out there that John's actually not really dead. What do you think when you hear those? Um, you know, I, I once used to believe in Santa Claus as well. So, I mean, you know, at some point you have to, I mean, well, let me walk that statement back because we are talking about John Mackey here, right? And um, he was you know, Santa to some, right? He, he gave a lot, you know, yeah. made it rain crypto and, yeah. <laughs> and laughs. But, uh, yeah, he did. But, um, and, and if anyone could have figured out how to um, Houdini themselves out of the situation John was in, it definitely would have been him. Mm-hmm. However, given the time that has passed, I just believe that he would have found a way to reach out and say something to me or to, or to anyone that he trusted, you know, just to say, Hey, you know, all's good. You know, um, you know, I'm all good. I'm here, or maybe not I'm here, but something, you know, just to, I don't know, just to let it be known that he's okay. And, and, and I don't have to be doing what it is that I'm doing here, you know, because this, this is crazy, but I don't believe that that's happened. You know, um, of course, there's part of me that wants him to have have been able to figure out a way to have gotten out of that situation. And of course, he would never have told me, obviously, because that would, you know, put put him in jeopardy. You know, um, so I'm not naive to that either. But I just believe that if that were so, it would have it would have reached out to me most definitely. Mm to let me know that he was okay well before we get to what it is that you are doing i guess i want to ask if you feel it from the afterlife that he's reached out to you in some way have you had any weird things happen where you feel like oh my gosh that's you know i feel like wherever he is that i've, I've something mysterious or supernatural has happened um maybe early on something, but um, I can't say it's like something since then. Okay. Um, yeah. Mm. You know, he's such a, he was such a, a unique character in the world. And, you know, we, we asked him so many times about like, how, so if Bitcoin's not a million dollars, then you got to cut off your <laughs> dick. Like, how are you going to eat it? How are you going <laughs> to cook it? And we determined it was going to be a dick lasagna. Yeah. So yeah. But luckily... <laughs> <laughs> that was our that was our determination of that because it would be kind of an Italian sausage kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> he was such a unique character, man. Such a joker. Such such a liver of life. You know what I mean? Like, um, how long how long were you guys how long were you guys together in Dayton? How long was your relationship? Um, so I I met him the day after he was deported from Guatemala. So that would have been um, December of 2012. So we were together um, every day since then. Wow, mm. every day. Yeah, and so so let's ask this now. So now what, now that that the John is gone, like what are some things that you know he would maybe want some people to know about, right? Because I know that if you said you guys were talking every day, 
did he ever say anything along the lines of, hey, if I'm off or they, they knock me out, I want you to share this with people. So is there some key wisdom that he wanted people to know that, that we maybe don't know yet? Um, no, you know, I think he left it all on the, all on the line on Twitter, you know, every day he lived his life as though they're his last, you know, and he every day shared what nuggets of wisdom that, that he could share. Um, Mm. and so I think, I think for me, um, the, the biggest thing for me is just to, to get the message out that he that I just don't believe that this was a suicide, you know, that mm-hmm. there's something very off here, you yeah. know, um, extremely so. And I know I will never get the answers that I'm looking for. We'll probably never get the truth, but um, that doesn't mean that I shouldn't try, you know? And so I'm just doing what I can, um, you know, with the petition that I started and with the attorney, the attorney is still working. Um, and, and taking the legal avenues that he can take um, to to just get some answers to get his hit the autopsy released and his body released um, and so this my doing the petition is just a way for me to bring attention to the situation here you know we're coming up on a year it'll be a year this month on the on the 23rd and, and so um, you know I just want to kind of get the word out about, about what's happening here in Spain. We, we've got a link to the uh, petition at change.org on the website in the show notes, badco.in forward slash 614 will take you there. The petition says release John McAfee's remains to his wife. And uh, so you're there in Spain. Is that correct? Yes, I'm here in Spain. You're, you're there and you're trying to. So why is it they won't release his remains to you? I mean, what are they doing with his body? The, the issue is that their investigation is still open. And so um, the, the prison actually opened the investigation. So this was not at my behest. It was the prison opening the investigation, which is strange anyway, since it was the prison that leaked the suicide story, you know? Um, and so then they decided to open the investigation and um, it took up until about October of last year for them to complete the autopsy. And so once they did that, they then went to the court and tried to have the investigation closed without releasing the autopsy. And mind you, we still don't have the death certificate. So you need, you need the cause of death from the autopsy report to put it on the death certificate, you know? And so we don't have that information. And so um, the attorney that's working on my behalf as a petition to a higher court so that we can get the autopsy report because you know given this late how long it's been i should say um if we did an independent autopsy there's you know the results are gonna are not gonna be uh very accurate so um it's necessary for us to get the courts or the prison's autopsy report that they've already done which um the reason they gave or why they didn't want to turn that over was because we didn't need it. So um, I'm not sure how that, how that drives, but. Well, how are you supposed to put the man to rest and have a true funeral? If you don't have the body, it's just, it's perplexing. You can't, you can't. And I know this doesn't help the, you know, he's alive narrative or he's not alive or, you know, it doesn't help that conspiracy, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously I've obsessed about this. 
you know, for the past year, obviously, but it just, it just, there's just, you know, there's obviously things that I, I don't want to share or can't share publicly, but, um, and it's because of those things where I, I feel like he's not alive and, and, you know, the powers that be are just wanting people to believe that he's alive so that the information that he may have had is not released. That, that opens the question right there, because I remember reading tweets that said, if anything happens to me, there's a dead man switch. And I have a bunch of information about a certain things like he gave a bunch of ex people some some computers at the government or whatever and had spyware on it. And they traced all these people, all this information was captured or something. And that was that's that's just something that I had read. I don't know. I don't put any weight into that. But was there was there a dead man switch of some sort and some files that he wanted to release? And so when he's definitively like he's no longer here, those are released and they're trying to delay that stuff from being released or what's going on with that? Um, I believe so. So to speak to what you were talking about. So John, you know, spoke numerous times about the information he, he gathered when he was in Belize, which is related to the computers that he had given out to uh, secretaries that worked for high up officials within the government. And so this is where um, some of that data collection came from. And so I, I full, fully believe that there was, um, there was such information um, many times when he needed to, he would send certain information um, if there were people that were after him and, you know, things would happen. So I, I can't go into more detail. I probably shouldn't have mentioned any of that at all. But anyways, so I believe wholeheartedly that there there was a dead man switch. And I do believe that um, those people who have who felt threatened by the release of that information would want to keep um, keep the um, or make make people still believe that he is still alive in case whomever may be in possession of it or whoever may be able to uh, release the information won't do so because they're believing that he's still alive somewhere. Mm. What What is it that people think is in that data? Um, just um, secrets, you know, um, secrets that they would rather not be released um money laundering human trafficking um drug trafficking you know the, the kind of the dirty details of, of where you know um offshore accounts may be you know kind of the money trail of you know some high high up politicians mm -hmm. corruption in high places yeah wild thing obviously those folks don't want those things out and so it was so what what happened when you guys got caught, right? Because I know that you guys were you guys were kind of in transit, just going around all different places, you know, like oh, we're here, we're there, we're in this over in this place. Like, well, and then you guys were in Spain, like what in Barcelona or someplace, and then you guys got got detained there. Like what what happened leading up to that and what made you guys kind of scurry from your previous location? Um we were actually just visiting some friends in Spain. And um, John was going to be flying to, um, I believe it was Turkey, to do um, to meet with some friends there. And um, he was going alone. I wasn't going to be flying with him. And so um, when he went to the airport, his passport was flagged. 
And so that's how they stopped him as he was going through security and how he was arrested. They could have stopped him anywhere. All, all they had to do was really just flag his passport. So they just waited until that certain time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's all, it's all very strange. All very very strange. strange. Yeah. It's, it seems like it was very strategic on their behalf, right? Where, where can we find the most sympathetic uh, nation that will do what we want them mm-hmm. to do? And it sounds like that's kind of what's happening in Spain right now is certain palms may have been greased that are holding back uh, the free flow of information and, and the release of his body. Right. Which, you know, that was to be expected, honestly. Um, I just didn't think that they would not be releasing his body. You know, there's, there's no, there's no reason to continue to hold his body. You know, mm. that is, yeah. an, this is an interesting thing. It's like, because his body had so many unique different tattoos. It's almost like mm-hmm. that couldn't be faked. Like they could maybe fake his head because when somebody's passed away, they don't really kind of look like they normally do. Right. But for them not to show you his body at all is strange. Right. Cause you could be like, no, that's not his tattoo or where's that tattoo. And so if they just showed you the head, that would make, that would make me, that would make me question the narrative tremendously. Yes. And it has very much so. No, it's not fair because they don't allow you to have the closure you need. Right. Like the world needs closure on this thing and they're not allowing you to have it. So regardless, that's just a completely unfair scenario. And it goes back to showing how powerful the government is over us. They don't care what we want. Right. They want what they want. And the powers that be want what they want, not what's good or what's right for the people. And so it's just another it's another piece of the amazing history of John McAfee. Right. Ending John McAfee ending in a mystery is almost fitting isn't it it's almost like a mystery that's not going to be solved like that's john mcafee yeah yeah that's true Hmm. true. well what what does um what do you think the future you know looks like for you what do you want to do you're a young woman you've got many years before you there's you know always opportunity obviously you have a mission right now and and need closure on this chapter but uh, what's next for janice um honestly it's hard to say you know i i can't really make plans for the future you know i mean i think about things and what i want to do obviously in some way keep john's message alive um the best way that i can um and to share who he was to me who i knew him to be you know the the maybe the real John McAfee, you know, everybody, not everybody got to see that, you know, some people got to see glimpses uh, of it, but no, I got to see a lot of it. And so I would love to share that with the world. Um, I wonder, you know, he, um, he was, he played the piano, was a musician and and a songwriter. Have you ever thought about releasing uh, his music so that uh, a McAfee album? (laughs) Yeah, you know, I have thought about it. You know, actually, he actually taught himself how to play. Where he had some tutoring and then he kind of taught himself that tune that he always liked to play. And yeah, of course, I want to do all of these things, you know, release some unseen videos of, you know, just of us at home. And um, yeah, so I think I think there will be things down the line. But first, first things first, you know, I, I need to... I need to be able to lay him to rest. 
Hmm. Are you not getting any help from anybody, you know, other than people that in your friend circle that are supporting you and signing petition? Is there anybody with authority that is coming alongside and trying to help this accelerate? Um, I have, I have friends here in, in Spain, some of John's friends. Um, outside of that, I don't think anyone really can. Um, well, I guess no, not not as of yet. Not that I'm not looking for the assistance, but um, not as of yet. But for, you know, obviously after uh, he passed away, I kind of um, didn't go into hiding, but I just kind of had to take a step back and give myself some time to to grieve and go through, you know, all of those emotions privately, as opposed to having some meltdown, you know, on Twitter or something, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so a lot of people are, are beginning to reach out again. And um, whereas a lot of people were, were reaching out initially, but I was just overwhelmed with, you know, people who, you know, pulling me or trying to pull me this way and that way. And so I just had to take a step back. And so um, I would imagine that there are lots of people that want to get involved and help. Um, and so this was the petition was the way that I thought, you know, the, the attorney approved um, sort of a benign way that we could, you know, kind of get the world's attention on the situation here. So that, so that really leads to the question is what can we do? Right. So, I mean, I, I know there's a lot of people out there in the crypto world who just totally admired John McAfee. Some people, you know, maybe not so much thought he was a little out there, but what can we do to kind of help avenge, the scenario, right? What can we do as a collective community of, you know, there's a hundred million uh, Ethereum wallet holders out there. Like you know, that's, if we could have a percentage of them, you know, what help out on this petition or what, like what's the call to action that we need to help Janice McAfee close, close, close this, this, uh, this uh, circle on this. Um. So right now, yes, the petition, please share the petition um, far and wide and just share these interviews as I'm doing them just to let everybody know what's happening. Um, and the plan is that if these if the petition does not get um, you know enough attention brought to the situation, then there will be more um, drastic measures that will be employed, but that will be a little bit down the line. Um, and so for right now, the petition is the best way to just get the word out about the situation. And um, there will be more news of, of a further sort of call to action coming um, in the coming weeks. Oh, good. Uh, well, glad to hear that and hope you'll keep us you know, updated. Um, for everybody that wants to sign the petition, you could either go directly to uh, change.org and look for John McAfee searching or go to our show notes at badcode.in forward slash 614. And uh, we'll link there. Uh, there's a link to John's tweet where he said, he, you know, would if he was going to be suicided, he, it was, you know, not by his hand. Um, it would seem that with the one year anniversary coming up, like that's a great time to get some awareness around the yeah. petition. Right. Because it's almost like that's a notable date one year ago. Oh, by the way, sign this petition. So like if you're a PR person or know some people in PR and want to maybe help activate that as well for Janice and team McAfee, that would be, that would be awesome. Get help get the word out in a large way. Yes. Yes, that would be much appreciated. 
we do have plans for, for the petition for the anniversary, obviously. And so, um, yes, any way that anyone can help, it would be much appreciated. Mm. Well, Janice, we do appreciate you coming on. Is there anything else you would like to share with us? Any subjects we haven't talked about that are on your mind? Um, no, I think we, we touched on everything. And uh, I would just like to say something that John would always say. And um, that's do what you love and, mm. and only what you love. Mm. Okay. And the world will respond in kind. So, oh. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a great way to end. We love you, Janice. Thank you for coming on today and, and keep us posted on developments. I will. Thank you for having me. I, you know, I tell you, that's a more challenging interview to do, right? You know that she's putting herself out there and she said nothing was off limits before the interview because I really wanted to be sensitive to, is there anything you don't want us to you know, talk about? And she said, no, as long as we can, you know, just get the, the word about what's happening in Spain and, and encourage people to sign the petition, um, we could ask anything. And uh, there were no edits in the show. She, she just rolled with it and uh, was very gracious. Very gracious indeed. And it is a sad topic. Like, it, it's really bad. Like, imagine your loved one had passed away and here we are a year later. You still got all these questions, you know, it's like this, she's like, this is not suicide. This is, not, this is like, and they don't even get the body to be able to bury it. Why, what, why would they, and where would they hold? It's just weird. And yeah. uh, she's gracious, very lovely, very kind hearted, sweet lady and, and a very challenging topic. But you know what? John McAfee was, a, we were, he, we were big fans of his, had him on the show, as you mentioned five times. Big fan of Janice, and we support her. And make sure that you check out the show notes for the link to the petition, because I'm pretty sure that you, if you were in Janice's position, you'd want people to sign this to help release his body, so they can she can gain some closure. Hard to gain closure on someone's death when you can't even have a funeral and bury them. Right? I know, just absolutely crazy. So she's there in Spain, and hopefully uh, some resolution you know, will come of this soon. Um, of course, you can find Janice on Twitter as well. If you want to reach out to her, the at the um, the Mrs. McAfee, uh, we got links in the show notes for everything we discussed today, badcode.in forward slash 614. And of course, we'd love to hear from you as well. You know, all the different ways to reach out to us, Twitter, email, bad crypto hotline. It's all right there in the show notes. Also, I don't need to keep telling you how to reach out and uh, we'd love your show reviews as well. So go to iTunes or wherever it is you listen to this podcast or watch it. And uh, five stars is, is always welcome. Always. Five stars is never not welcome. Yeah. So check us out. Her Twitter handle is the T H E E M R S McAfee M C A F E E. Is that right? Uh, that's the what I'm. Yeah. T H E E. So like not the, but the that's weird. I wonder if somebody else, you know, had um, taken that name. Well, though, Mrs. Mac Mrs. McAfee, it's, it's, it's wild. So if you're trying to hit different ones of it, she just, she's not verified, so you don't really know which one is right, but this one is it. Um, T-H-E-E-M-R-S-M-C-A-F-E-E. -E -E. If you're questioning that, then go ahead and uh, click on the our show notes to find it for real. I don't know if you've seen this, but check out, I'm um, putting on screen here, the uh, header she has on, on Twitter. 
with uh, the uh, yeah. picture of John. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to tell you what it says if you're listening. You got to go check out the video version on YouTube or Odyssey if you want to see or go to uh, the Twitters itself. Anyhow, thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. More great content coming your way from the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. And if you don't have your tickets for NFT NYC yet, you're going to be in the minority because this thing, they I was told they have Let's see, they had 6,000 people at the last event you were at. Um, they have more than 12,000 tickets sold for this event, and there's still a couple weeks. They're expecting it to be about 15,000. There are dozens and dozens of ancillary events taking place. Travis and I are going to be doing a talk. We don't know which day yet or which venue or what time, but we're going to be there. It's going to be great fun, and we hope that we can meet many of you there in NYC. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of great stuff going on at that event. So many great ancillary events. I wouldn't call them great because we haven't been to them yet. So many interestingly hyped <laughs> events that are going on there. So we'll be at some of those events. We'll be on stage. I think Joel and I are both emceeing. We are both also giving a dual keynote around the 15 things to look for uh, when you're creating or buying a, a, an NFT collection, right? What do you got to mm -hmm. look for? We're going to share those. We did a really fun dual keynote here in San Juan recently. It went pretty well. And so then the guys at NFT NYC said, well, can you take that from it's condensed it into 20 minutes and be really funny and amazing. And we said, of course. Yeah, we just we just talk twice as fast. That's all. We just go through the presentation really fast. That's how we get. <laughs> yeah, you get, like you can listen to our podcast at 2x speed. We're going to do that on stage. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Just push the button on our backs. And all of a sudden we start talking faster. We say, hey, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Stay tuned in. Stay back. Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.